everybody. Welcome into another edition of the Voice of Camp Nathaniel here on September the fifteenth, two thousand twenty-three, and I am I'm I'm Stephen Bell. I'm back. He's back. It's good to be back. Yeah. Man. If you've been listening to our episodes in order, you'll know that it was me, Lee. I'm Lee. Hey, yes, yeah, that's Lee um, Sharp and yep. uh, Cameron, the guy who. Does all of our editing, but he jumped on and filled in Steven's spot for a couple of episodes. And I'm so incredibly thankful he did. And now we've got him back. We've got Steven back in here now. It is good to be back, man. And and I'm excited because today on, you know, um, been out for about a, um, well, I've not been out for a month. It's just I was off for For, a few days and you guys just happened to record those two episodes while I was gone. Sorry, listeners. These are not live. No, they're not. If you thought they were and we're that... Well, no, um, we, we articulate our words that well off the fly. We we don't. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just the truth. Well, I, I appreciate I appreciate it nonetheless. But uh, but yes, Cameron, thank you so much for uh, filling in for me while I was out. And uh, man, today we're uh, we actually get to talk about something that's really near and dear to my heart, and it and is. so near and dear to my heart that I have half of my heart in the studio with me. Did you like that? That was sweet. <laughs> My wife is here. Hello. Aww. There's not an awe button. We, there's we, not, there's an not an awe sound an applause, effect button. Is there an applause button? I don't remember which one it is. I'm afraid I'm going to hit the wrong one if I try. You're going to hit the one and it's going to boo. <laughs> no, no, no. I hit the last. That is not the right one. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm not going to try that anymore. Uh, but yes, my wife Ashley is in the studio with us, and we are going to talk about. People are still laughing, but I'm going to turn that down. Um, we are going to talk about family worship family today. Worship, yep. yes. And this and is part of your position here. It is at it is. camp. So I think your what's your official title here at camp? Do you remember my um, family wizard of family? <laughs> no, no, just kidding. Um, director of adult and family ministries. Adult and family. So. so this is all wrapping into at least part of what you do in that position there. But this is a big part that I know in your all's family. Yeah, absolutely. And family what, worship is a thing. It, it is, man. It's it's something that um, r- really, if you if you go back and you look in in scripture, obviously, mm-hmm. if you go back to Deuteronomy chapter six and beginning in verse four, when it says. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And then it goes on to say, and these words that I command you today, you shall teach them to diligently to mm-hmm. your children. And, and then it goes on to list when you are to do that, when you walk by the way, when you uh, lie down, when you rise up, when you sit together. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 it's it's interesting to note that all of these areas that it's calling us to teach God's word to our children mm-hmm. are all areas that we would spend time together as a family. So gotcha. and we can get into that just, mm-hmm. just a little bit more, but that that's kind of the, really the biblical basis for it. And, and, and you can even argue that the biblical basis is the fact that, man, if you're a parent, all right, if you're a parent, then God has given you children mm-hmm. with the obligation to teach them about him. And, and Deuteronomy mm. goes on to talk about that. It talks about in chapter 6 how uh, just a little bit past those verses that I just mentioned, it asks, it, it says, when your child asks you, you know, why do we believe what we believe, basically? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing that yeah. there. But the response to that, that that uh, that the Word gives us is you, you basically share share your testimony and, and, tell, and tell them 
about the faithfulness of God. And yeah. in this case, it was the fact that God brought the people out of Egypt yeah. and, and saved them with a mighty hand. Because so, we talk about that in a lot of our lessons when we're doing with kids. We talk about how context is important. And so mm-hmm. if the, the context, as you're mentioning there, this is a speech from Moses that he you're is right. giving to the people as they are now freed from slavery and they are forming a like a new society, a kingdom mm-hmm. of people. And he's telling them, hey, this is how I want you all to live. That's right. And uh, you need to remind your kids of all the amazing things that God has done to get us to this point. And it's uh, it's huge. <laughs> it's <laughs> it just really, it's a lot of, it's a rather large um, thing to throw on to. But, well, but so is parenting. That, it, the parenting is. is a big thing and this is a big part of it, so... Well, let's let's talk real uh, real quick. Kind of starting off, I mean, you, you got your biblical basis for it, but let's 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 talk about what family worship is. You know what that yeah. what it. Um, do you have a ba- base? basically what do we mean by you, family worship? Can you define your words here? Let's define our terms. You want to? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, family worship for us is um, just a time where we all get together in our family. And we read the Bible together, and we sing together, we pray, and we even play a game just to make it fun. But family worship, I think, is just a time that you set aside with just your family um, to do those things, to pray and to read the Bible and to uh, be able to point them um, to Jesus and talk about their just everyday life. Depending on the age of your children, that'll look different. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, we've um, every let me, let me. I'll say this: every there's no set formula for this. You know, mm-hmm. the the Bible doesn't necessarily give us a formula for worshiping together as a family at home. What it does mm-hmm. command us to is, is we teach our children to yeah. raise them up in the in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, um, and and to train them up in the way that they should go. And so that that's impossible apart from God's word. So we know that God's word has to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got everything from we ta- uh, Ashley talked about music to even playing games together. Um, every person's family worship experience will look a little different. And of course, depending on the age of your children, um, we've been, we've been doing this as a family in some, in some context, really since Elizabeth, our oldest, who's now 15 ever since she was really kind of, kind of born, you know, kind of born, kind of born, just kind of born. <laughs> you either are, or you are, I don't know if there's a, <laughs> she was a baby. Yeah. And, and so when she was a baby, what, I mean, what did that look like at, at that point when she was a baby? Yeah. Uh, Baby, baby, probably just um, singing to her songs that are true. Um, but old enough, then um, bedtime age, I think it looked like um, bedtime stories together. We would do that. We would pray together. Prayer, yeah. Um, and then I love Deuteronomy that you just mentioned because it's just the natural part of your daily life. Like if you as the parent... Uh, love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. It's an overflow. So it can mm-hmm. be very natural when you are going about your day to say things to your children. You're outside playing, and you say, look at the butterfly that God made. Isn't that beautiful? Doesn't God make beautiful things? You just are naturally um, talking about God. It's not awkward. And then they come to you because they're scared mm-hmm. in the middle of the night or something, and you say, you know, let's pray because Jesus is with you. He cares about you. He cares about what you're afraid. When you're scared, you can pray because he can hear you. So let's pray together. 
and you do that. And I really think that's part of what Deuteronomy is telling us. It's just a natural part of life. It's not um, Sunday. You're not. It's not just church. And that's mm-hmm. the only time your children hear you or see you talk about God, mm-hmm. and they see it in your life. They see you living it out, and then you're doing it with them daily. So when they're little, it looks like little things like that. Like, let's go look at the stars. Isn't God so amazing? He created the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just just holding up our our two year old right now. Got we've got a fifteen year two fifteen year olds all the way down to a two year old. There's six kids in our house. A little right bit now. of a range there. A little bit of a range, <laughs> but but just holding him and just saying to him who made you you know it starts that simple yeah of of just i mean to ask a two-year-old who made you is beginning to instill in them a biblical worldview Mm -hmm. and so that they know okay i've been for as long as i can remember they i have been taught that i've been made by god i've been made in his image and i've been made and created to live for his glory. Mm-hmm. And so it, just as she said, it starts as stuff as that simple um, when they're young. And as they grow, we've incorporated, um, like, uh, obviously scripture, but even in the lines of one of the resources that we always kind of talk about is the uh, the Jesus Storybook Bible that we've used in the past. And there's um, that one of the things that that one does, as, uh, and who who wrote it? Sally Lloyd-Jones. Sally Lloyd-Jones. Um because we'd use that a lot, you know, especially when they were really younger. We've got that in our house too. Yeah, really younger. And and what the thing the thing that I love about that one in particular is that every it, it takes you through various stories of the Bible, obviously, mm-hmm. but it uses every story from the beginning of the Old Testament all the way up until Revelation to always point everything back to Jesus. And and so it, it tells the the whole story of the redemptive mm-hmm. history of God's people basically yeah. as a result of the coming of the promised Messiah. And, and just lets them know from an early age that all of the Bible is pointing to Jesus. Um, as they get even older, we start to uh, incorporate uh, other things, but we never move away from Scripture. You know, you, you never move away from the mm-hmm. Bible. If, if, you're, if you're playing games, if you're singing songs, and then you're telling just a little moral be good kind of a story— you know, if if we're not including the Word of God, then then we're not ultimately really worshiping here. Everything has to fall back mm-hmm. to that which is foundational, and, and that's true in our churches. That's true. That's true everywhere. Yeah. We have to stand on the Word of God, and so we need to teach our children to stand on the Word of God. Um, and maybe if you maybe you're listening to this and you've never had a time of family worship in your home, maybe. You know, you know, growing up, I don't know how many people um, yeah. had that time growing up themselves, and now they find themselves as parents. Well, okay, my child's say my children are three and eight, yeah. and so I've start to- starting small. We'll start small, and then we'll work up. So, like, if you're starting off and you're you're a new family mm-hmm. and you're just now having kids, and you've got the little baby, and you're holding while you're listening right now while you're running around the house, this is the point. This is the point to start. Um, it is. It's the point of sing, start. sing some songs. Sing point some. out the little thing. Like I love the way Ashley, you were talking about. It's like it's simple little things. It doesn't have to be this grand. Mm-hmm. Let me explain to you the entire Bible. It's it's pointing to the butterfly and going, look how beautiful that is. God made that, mm-hmm. and being able to show that in the ordinary everyday life that God is weaved throughout all of it, because um, He's the one that allows us to even have the ordinary everyday mundane things in life that seem so simple. And yet he's the one that puts it all together for us. And so th- 
I say that's the starting off with the simple there. Um, if you're just getting started off, which that's, as you all are pointing out, that's the ideal time to start. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'll throw this one out here. What happens if, you know, you're listening to this and the kids are a little bit older and maybe you haven't been, and maybe you're feeling a little bit like, Oh, maybe we should, that sounds interesting. But like, where do you, how do you, and in some sense I would almost encourage like, it it doesn't have to be, again, it doesn't have to be complicated. (laughs) It can start off simple, but how would you encourage the parent that's getting started a little bit later? Yeah, for sure. It's never too late. Um, and I would encourage them, just like you said, it is not, it doesn't have to be complicated. Don't let it be a, um, a hardship. Um, just start wherever, wherever you are, just start. If it's awkward, it might be, you know, if you haven't prayed in front of your children, it's probably going to be mm-hmm. awkward to say, Hey, um, we're going to get in the living room together tonight, guys, and I'm going to pray and we're going to read the Bible. And they're going to be like, <laughs> Wait, what? what? <laughs> we've never done that. But you just say, uh, you know, I'm sorry that we've never done that. Mm. Just go ahead and, and tell your kids we should have been doing this. Um, but God has put it on my heart and I want to, and, uh, they will see that genuineness in you as their father, or if you're a single mom, um, that you are trying. Mm-hmm. And even if they're teenagers and they roll their eyes, you know, you take 10 minutes and you guys read um, the Bible, to read through a gospel maybe, um, the life of Jesus, something like that. You just start small and say, we're just going to read a chapter and then we're going to pray mm-hmm. because... Um, you know, the Lord loves us. He cares about our lives. And uh, so I would say just do that. And yeah. and if it's awkward and you leave and you're like, oh, that was really weird, do it again next week. If you if you choose to do it once a week, do it again next week, do it again. And eventually, I think that awkwardness will go away. Your kids will grow up and say, we remember that, even though we rolled our eyes about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that my mom really cared about me. I remember my dad. I remember us praying and uh, meeting in the living room and and doing family worship. Yeah. So, yeah, just do it. Pray. The Lord will give you strength. He will, um, it will be good, I do believe. Yeah. He'll bless you. Absolutely. Um, and, and you know what? Look for a time. Look for a time that works good. I know everybody's busy. Uh, you know, mm. we get mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Everybody's busy. But, you know, this is an opportunity that you get to pour into your children, to pour into them the Word of God, to spend time. And, and look, just like what Ashley's saying— it's going if if you're if this isn't a common thing in your house when it starts, it's going to feel awkward. But right now is always the right time. Okay. Yeah. Right now is always the right time. Um, it may feel really awkward, but you know what? Anything feels awkward until you get into a routine, and then it becomes normal. Mm-hmm. It becomes. Uh, I, I remember as uh, one night. One, one night we didn't have family worship because there was maybe some other stuff going on or, mm-hmm. or maybe we uh, just kind of lost track of what day it was or something like that. And, and I can remember our, one of our boys coming to us and saying, hey, aren't we going to do family worship tonight? Or, or the next morning it was like, wait a minute, we didn't do family worship last night. And then you're at that moment, you're like, okay, yeah, I dropped the ball there, you know, but at the same time, in the, in the midst of that moment of humility, there's also mm-hmm. a very awesome moment of grace that God has given where, where the child comes to expect it. Mm-hmm. And, and you can be like, okay, that's, that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. 
And, uh, and it may be hard to get there, you know, it, yeah. it, it may be hard, but no promises that all of this is, uh, oh, oh, easy and, and simple. <laughs> and, and listen, this is not a, f- this is in no way a foolproof plan to say, well, if I do this, my kids will never do anything bad. No, no, you're no, our kids are going no. to mess up. We get that. Um, and so this isn't a, um, some, some kind of plan to try to prevent that, um, yeah in a sense, because the other reality is, you know, our job is to give them a foundation in God's word so that when they do grow up and they do make decisions on their own, our prayer is that they would remember those times of family worship. They would remember what they've learned from the word and they would Mm -hmm. be able to stand on that and they would make wise choices that bring about uh, a greater glory for God and a greater good for themselves. Most definitely. I mean, there was a season in our life where we did this at the dinner table, yeah. and all our kids were very little, and we literally had maybe five minutes to <laughs> to read the Bible, and then they're in the floor, and they're, you know, it's just what little kids do, and we thought, they are not listening. <laughs> is this, is there a point in doing this at all? Um, but we just kept doing it, and yeah. I'm glad we did, and they got older, and it keeps you in the habit as the parent, too. It does. Um, so even when there are family worship times where you feel like, well, nobody heard anything. (laughs) That's okay. Keep going. That is, it's fantastic. Um, Surprising the things they remember. It really is. It really is. And so as they, you know, find a time during the week that um, maybe you can say, okay, let's sit down with our kids tonight. Let's spend five minutes just reading a passage of scripture and praying. That being it, maybe maybe that's all it is. Yeah, you know, maybe it's not a big discussion. Maybe it's not um, singing songs or anything mm-hmm. like that. But but as long as you have the word and you and you just spend a moment in prayer, that is a start, and and it eventually will evolve into other things. And yeah. and uh, the questions will come. The questions will come eventually. And, <laughs> oh, ab- absolutely, they will. And we can, uh, we're, I know uh, you and I are going to talk here a little bit later on in the second portion of the program mm-hmm. um, about some resources that, you know, the Lord has graciously blessed us to be able to provide to families who are looking to get started with family worship. Yeah. And, um, and so we're really excited about that. But it's really when it boils down to it, you don't need to have gone to church your whole life to start having family worship with your kids. You don't need to have gone to seminary, anything like that to start family worship with your kids. Um, man, God's word has given us that, that, that command mm-hmm. and, and we need to be obedient to that. And it's not about quality as much as it is about consistency. Mm-hmm. The more consistent we are to direct our children to the word of God, the more likely they are to stand on it when the time comes that they need to. Yeah. Yeah. And as parents, we don't know everything. When they ask oh, no. us questions, we're, we may not know the answer. But this is how God is growing us, too. That's right. That's the other part. Yeah, it's going to force you to grow as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so, Ashley, really quick, I want to ask here, because there's a lot of different families in a lot of different situations. Um, what would you say to, like, the single mom? Or maybe it's the the wife, who husband, who's maybe he's not completely on board with all of it. How would you, how would you encourage them? Mm-hmm. I would say that's a big number of... Um, I don't know our listening audience, but that is a big number of families out there whose um, husbands are either unbelieving or just don't have the spiritual leadership, are not taking spiritual leadership of their home. What does the mom do? 
And I would just say pray for that in your husband, but also you can still take this time with your children, reading the Bible together, praying together, let him see you living it out. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's a Christian, then encourage him um, to do it, to lead. But if he is unwilling, it's you can do it. Yes. Yeah. Um, was going to also say, this is in... This is not a, because uh, depending on how you're listening to it and whatnot, this is not a replacement for church. No, no, This no, no, is no, no, in no. addition to. Yes. This is showing that we gather together with other believers in a larger group. We call that church. Um, and we worship God and Jesus and we, we talk about them. But then also that happens on the small scale. Um, mm-hmm. In the everyday things, in the, the five-minute um, reading and <laughs> Showing that it's uh, it's not only important on Sunday mornings, but that it's important every other day of the week. Right. Um, yes. Every family is a little church. Mm, so. That's good. I think did Jonathan Edwards might have said I that. I think that's Jonathan Edwards, but I don't know. All right, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to Google that to find that. Google it real quick because I don't want to tell somebody the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. Attribute our. We got to cite our sources around here. <laughs> but that, but that's so true. That that's so true. That every family is is a little church. Every home is a little church. And uh, yeah, it was Jonathan Edwards. Every Christian family ought to be a little church. It was mm-hmm. the exact was the exact. And then if quote. all the little churches are coming to one local church, think how strong our church is. And then oh we're my, going yeah. to out into society. And think how we're impacting society, right? That's right. That's absolutely correct. And so if we are training our children up in the way that they should go at home. Then, then we're teaching them how they are to be plugged in and involved in a local church. We're, mm-hmm. we're teaching them how to be part of the body. We're teaching them how to um, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel. And, and when we talk about fulfilling the Great Commission as a parent, that starts in your living room. Mm-hmm. You know, it, do, it doesn't start at your church. It, it really starts in your living room because God has given you the opportunity to make disciples out of your children. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is working through this. This, And that's part of the beautiful thing is that, yes, you are going into it with your kids, but you are not, It, it's not just you. Mm-hmm. That's right. The Spirit is there with you. That's right. And it is encouraging and is working on the minds and the hearts of everyone involved in this. And it's, um, it's just it's beautiful. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it <laughs> any other way. It's just, it's beautiful. It is. Um, in my home, I have just, I have three little ones. Yeah. Um, I've got two four-year-olds and a two-year-old. <laughs> um, and so our family worship, um, our attention spans aren't super long. And so it is a very quick reading. Um, and I know, Stephen, I know you have some musical talents of all the different things. I, on the other hand, do not have any <laughs> musical talents at all. And I'm going to speak to the really quickly to the parents that don't have those musical yeah, yeah. talents and all that other sort of stuff. My kids still want me to sing to them. <laughs> and I think it sounds terrible. And they still, and they'll sing with me. And it's Aww. really it's really fun because once you build that into them, and I'm having fun with this because they're, they're four years old. and whatnot. Right, of course. Um, right. It's it's. It's ap- again. It's beautiful mm-hmm. um, to to hear a four year old sing, you know, "Jesus loves you" back to you. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. and it's it's just a lot of fun, and it's just really it's simple. It's not overly complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. So I'm in the little kid stage right now. You oh, all are a little bit past me in that one there with some older ones. And hey, but li- listen, no matter what stage you are in, don't get listen. You can easily get discouraged because just like Ashley was saying. 
did what we just do accomplish anything? <laughs> because this one was screaming, this one was throwing food, this one was over here rolling around on the floor. I promise you it accomplished something because even if they're screaming, they know in that moment, holy cow, my parents just prayed for me. You know, they, they just prayed for me. And and if even if that's all there is, man, even even if that's all they get, and sometimes you you may you may go and it may go ten minutes. And you're like, whoa, that was such a long time. Sometimes it may go ten seconds. And you're like, you know what? We got what we could. And uh, yeah. but again, don't think of it as something that has to be quality every single time. Think of consistency. Think of it something that we get to do. That this is a means of grace by which we can glorify and worship God. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got I, I've got so many resources that I could throw out. I know we like to throw out resources to our yeah. listeners and stuff. Um, I'm going to throw out uh, number one a resource that we use quite often, um, especially if I'm if I'm not if I don't have a song up or something like that. Uh, you know, it's not all YouTube's not all bad. You know, yeah, <laughs> no, we, we have we'll YouTube. We, we'll pull it up in our house. YouTube's not all bad. You don't want to hear me play a, like, <laughs> any instrument. But listen, my kids there. don't want to hear it either. And we and we utilize this particular ministry on Wednesday nights at our church too. Um, Seeds Family Worship, and Ashley can probably give you a little bit more information on that. And excuse me, in regards to what that's like and how beneficial it's been for us. Yeah, Seeds is uh, super cool because it's scripture memory to song and motions. So if you have little ones, then that's perfect. You mm-hmm. just pull it up on YouTube. I guess it's Seeds Family mm-hmm. Worship. Mm-hmm. And um, pick the verse that you want to memorize. And they will. there will be a girl on the screen that does the motions and sings it, sings the verse in a tune that just makes it easy to memorize. And so you can do that. The whole month if you want to until y'all yeah. all have it memorized or however you want to do it. But if your kids like to dance. And that's free. That's yeah. fun. I mean, Seeds we're, we're, provides that online for free. We're not know? endorsed by Seed and, and no, Seeds not, Family Worship. We just love you guys. <laughs> if you all, if anybody's listening from Seeds, we love you. <laughs> You've helped us. But we use their ministry, man. And you can even get on their website and buy all, kind, buy all their albums and stuff like mm-hmm. this. And it's all scripture verbatim. And so if your kids are singing that in the car, they're singing the Word of God. It's getting ingrained in their mm, minds. Kids have great memories, much better than memories. ours, and they just learn it so fast. Oh, there's so much more we could talk about. I know we're running out of time, but we could talk about the importance of things like catechisms and stuff like that. I know it's a big word. That is a big but, word. Uh, but just being able the, – the ability of a child's mind to memorize is absolutely incredible. Um, a few more books that I just wanted to mention to people real quick. Uh, and these are all simple, simple reads that you could literally sit down in a day and probably read through the whole thing. Uh, three books. One is called Family Worship. It's just that by Donald Whitney. And it goes through how to have a family worship time. Very simple. Uh, very, a very easy read. Uh, another one is called Intentional Parenting, and this is from Cruciform Press. It's by a guy named Tad Thompson. Uh, the tagline is Family Discipleship by Design. Again, he talks about family worship in here, but then he gives more of a just a flat-out kind of biblical perspective, on, and, and all of these do, but yeah. uh, kind of the background as to um, why being so intentional with family discipleship is so crucial to our children. And then uh, and then probably one of my favorite books is a book by Jason Halopoulos. That's a right. fun name. That is a fun name, isn't it? Um, it's called A Neglected Grace, Family Worship in the Christian Home. And he goes from biblical foundation all the way up to imparting a passion for your children for worldwide missions 
and um, and and again talking through how to have family worship times. All three of these guys do a phenomenal job covering a lot of stuff that we've talked about today, but then going way more in depth and throwing out a bunch of other options for families with maybe older kids, families with uh, um, depending on the number of kids, the age range, the the type of places that are good to have family worship time. You know, stuff along those lines. It's it's all just kind of a treasure trove. Of, of resources and of course um, the website that we've started nonstopfamilies.com mm-hmm. um, get on there check that out you can check out a lot of videos via YouTube and uh, and those are just free resources yeah. available for families to do just that we'll stick some of these in the show notes thanks Cameron thanks Cameron <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, so I, I guess we're gonna take yeah. right Ashley thanks we're gonna well, jump into you, a break guys. here uh, let me be on your podcast <laughs> <laughs> I like having cool. my wife in here with me this is so, so good it's so, I'm sorry Lee I like her better <laughs> <laughs> I hope all so right, <laughs> all right guys thank you all so much for listening uh, we're getting ready to jump into some more ministries happening here at camp so stay tuned All right, welcome back, listeners. We are going to jump in here to one of the ministries here at Camp Nathaniel. So I've got Stephen Bell here with me still. It's just us, man. Nobody, it's just us. Nobody everybody, in the audience, uh, nobody in the studio with us at, at this Everybody else so. left us. So I, I, this might actually be the first portion of um, the the podcast where we've highlighted something with camp where it's just been me and you. I don't know. or oh, No, 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 no. Back early on, early on, we talked about oh, maybe less soccer. Soccer. I, we talked about soccer. We've <laughs> talked about lessons. We've talked about soccer. It's, it's. We've been doing this how long already? It's not even been that well. It's not even been that long, has it? The sad part is that <laughs> how forgetful we become. So uh, we, we. What are we talking about? We've been talking about um, family worship. That's right. Right before yep. this, and we are going to talk about how that has grown into a ministry that happened. I guess it started with your family. Yeah, yeah, it um, actually started before it, we came to camp. Before actually. you came to camp and has come with you into camp. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has. Um, we we mentioned it right at, right before the break about uh, nonstop families is mm-hmm. the ministry that we're talking about and how it's kind of a grassroots kind of effort to encourage parents to uh, to both equip them to. Um, equip and encourage them to d- effectively disciple their children. Gotcha. And and we are not experts at this by any means, but it's something that God has given us a passion for, uh, not just within our own home, but to see families from all over take advantage of discipling their children so that we can in turn have um, stronger churches and and, and mm-hmm. impact the body of Christ to a, to a great degree. So the, all that being said, um, Nonstop Families kind of started because of the pandemic, believe it or not. Um, COVID. Yeah, because of COVID, because my, we were doing student ministry at, at First Baptist and Heinemann, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, the pandemic happens, and then... Everybody sat at home. Everybody sat at home. So kids weren't coming to be discipled to our youth programs each week, mm-hmm. and so we thought to ourselves, you know what? Right now, we don't know how long this is going to last, Yeah. and so maybe we can do something to minister to the family as a whole. I mean, we had always kind of had that mentality, but yeah. this would be something now to where we have the we have the opportunity to do that specifically and kind of only, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And so 
given that we had given that technology has advanced the way that it has and mm-hmm. we are in a prime opportunity to use that for the glory of God not saying that everything that happens with technology is good it's just it's not but we do have the opportunity to use it for God's glory and so what we decided was you know what if if parents aren't going to disciple their kids now mm-hmm. then it's probably not going to happen so not knowing how long this pandemic is going to last not knowing how long we're not going to uh, see these kids it's going to be until we see these kids again Let's really reach out to the parents right now and encourage and equip the parents to be the disciple makers of their children uh, within the home. Gotcha. And so and so we started doing these just little videos, these real short videos, mm-hmm. um, and posting them on Facebook so that parents can be encouraged. And, and it would talk about, hey, what does a family worship time look like? Or, hey, when's the best time to have a family worship time? What are some things that you can... Kind of stuff what we've talked about. What are some resources for you if your kids are two to four? Or if they are preteens or teenagers? What are some good resources for you to do this? Um, Listeners, you didn't see it. Stephen pointed at me when he said two to four. Because that's what I have. (laughs) I have have a (laughs) two-year-old and I have two (laughs) four-year-olds. And so we we started giving out all these resources, talking about Seeds Family Worship again and stuff Mm -hmm. that people can uh, do for music and scripture memorization. uh, Talked about the importance of catechisms and stuff like that. And so there's this huge list of videos that are on Facebook right now and on Mm -hmm. YouTube right now on nonstopfamilies.com. You can do all of that. And you can go and find out all this information to help you craft what what would be a good family worship type experience for your family specifically. And we can... So uh, I'll ask real quick. Yeah, what, what, are, what are the key ingredients to a family worship time? Like if there's a... What's the, what's the staple I'll items tell you, that, that you got to have in there or that you want to have in there at yeah. least? Again, I, I, think, uh, I think every family is different depending on the age of your kids. But mm-hmm. this is what I would always suggest. And but number one is the word. You, you cannot have you know, worship apart from the word. That's why even the songs that we select in corporate worship are so important that they be foundationally built upon the word of God. And so mm-hmm. uh, read, that's the Bible. The Bible, okay? yep. Read the Bible, pray, and mm-hmm. and whether you can or not, Lee. Oh, I know. Sing. Sing, sing, sing man. Sing. That's right. Read, pray, and sing. Those three things. And we have actually have a video with those three things. That's exactly what you talked gotcha. about. Gotcha. Um, at, at nonstopfamilies.com. So, yeah, take advantage of those things, man. And and it's, it's not something that needs to be awkward. It's something that can mm-hmm. be very normal in your household. And, and what's really cool is we actually ended up getting our kids involved in these videos for ministry. Gotcha. Um, we've got about 10 or 12 videos that the girls have just made recipes at home and they call it nonstop recipes. And, and they did that for a long time. And these are just recipes that you can make with your kids. And it just builds mm-hmm. it, it's relationship building within your home. Uh, the boys, we brought the boys in and we were doing object lessons. And so these gotcha. are things that you can incorporate in your family worship time. We, did an object lesson with breaking toothpicks. We did object lessons with Legos. We even did an object lesson with a goldfish, all right? Uh, it was fun. No goldfish were harmed in the making of the video, <laughs> the of video. course. So all of that's there for, for you guys to benefit from. Um, and then there's an aspect of the ministry as it kind of uh, evolved over time that now we're, we're super excited about, and, and you're even now part of this ministry alongside mm-hmm. with us Um you know, foster care and adoption for both of our families, mine and yours, yeah. uh, has always been just a 
huge, huge part of who we are as believers. Mm-hmm. And and I think the church, throughout church history, the church has always been God's answer to the orphan crisis. And, and I don't think that's ever going to change. I think we are mm-hmm. the—I don't think there's a plan B to that. I think we are no, plan A, that's and that's it. it. So that being the case, you know, we uh, three three of our six children are adopted, uh, one international, one and two via foster care, yeah. and uh, and then you have a child adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, you are currently a foster parent. We are foster parents. So this is a ministry that is just so near and dear to our hearts that we decided when we first came on here at camp, mm-hmm. and, and God was orchestrating all of this out. We decided, you know what we're going to do. Uh, for those of you who don't know, you know we're we're monthly supported. All the missionaries here at camp are, and uh, so we have supporters once a month that uh, you know want to get behind the ministry that's going on here, and so they support. Well, we decided a long time ago when we first got started. You know what? Let's take fifteen percent of our monthly support, and let's put it in a fund where we can take that money, no red tape attached, and we can distribute it to Christian families who are in the process of adopting to help pay off their legal fees. Mm-hmm. And, and man, God has richly blessed that so much so that just last week, mm-hmm. you know, just last week, and I'm not going to say who this was or, or, you know, anything in regards to the confidential details. information. It's guys. all confidential information, but we'll let you in on a little bit of it though. <laughs> but Lee is very much a part of this committee that just this past week, man, uh, because of the generosity of our supporters and ultimately the faithfulness of God, we were able to completely pay off a couple's um, legal fees for what they owed mm-hmm. because they couldn't travel and get their kids until those legal fees were paid. And we were able, just by the goodness of God, to be able to pay off that. So now they are they're preparing to travel. Packing bags. So, man, it's, that, that's awesome. That's so cool. So listen, there's a lot to Nonstop Families there. If you want to find out more information on what Nonstop Families is, how it can benefit your family, or maybe, maybe click on where it says support on the website there and find out how you can become a monthly supporter of Nonstop Families. So that's, that's a little plug there. Yeah. Um, and now that when you're jumping into that, you're jumping in with a team of other people. That's that's absolutely right. Nonstopfamilies.com. It, this is, this is, is not really run by some large grants no, or no, somebody man, this is some a, one person throwing no this is a this is a collection of a lot of different people coming together and to, these people to make something happen and um it's that's just how guys that's that's how the church has been growing for right. for years and years and years it's a bunch of different people coming together this and, is just we're running it the same way and the other thing that I'm excited about is the committee that we have that distributes these funds mm-hmm. um here at the mission the committee that we have is made up of people um, from various states who are all in some way directly impacted by adoption, whether yeah. whether they have siblings who have been adopted, children who have been adopted, or they themselves have been adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, they, can, they are able to speak wisdom into these families' lives because we don't just distribute money, man. We we sit down. We had we had a forty five yeah. minute to an hour long conversation with this family the other day and got to know them. And we're we're utilizing this opportunity to really pray for them and to speak wisdom into their lives and and to encourage them, man. Because it's not you don't adopt for a pretty Christmas card. That's not the reason you do it. You no. know, it's hard. And we want to do everything we can to help relieve the burden on families. Yeah. And so very practically, there you you hit a little bit of it there. If there's somebody out there that you know. Mm-hmm. that is in the process of adopting 
and maybe they're raising funds for that. Or mm-hmm. maybe yeah. you are in that process. Oh, yeah. And you think, oh, how do I get them connected? Or what do I need to do? Go to nonstopfamilies.com. Go to nonstopfamilies.com. Um, there is a form that you fill out that's uh-huh. got, we'll ask some, we say that, you know, this is a very basic form here. We wanna, right. We're going to get your name. We're going to get a little bit of info about you, what church you're attending, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we set up a time to talk with you and the team that gets together, we pray together about all the different things and right. we see what we can do to help. Cause that's, that's what we're, that's why we have the, the committee <laughs> that's is, right, to, is that's to right. help and to encourage and to pray. And it doesn't just stop. It doesn't just a matter of like, Oh, well, you know, you, you throw a little bit of money there. Wait, no, we continue. That's right. We continue we to on. pray with you. We continue to work on you to check with you, not work on you, but we check in with That's you right. and see how you're doing. And um, we we had one family. I know we're, I know we're probably way over time right here. We we had one family who uh, we gave to on their first adoption. It ended up being a failed adoption because the the mother decided once the baby was born mm. to keep the child. Yeah. Um, and it, but then this family didn't know if they could do it again. I mean, they were so heartbroken. But we were able to just jump in there with them, encourage them, pray for them continue to give them guidance via via the Word of God, and then they messaged us out of the blue and said, hey, we're back in. And so we were able to give them more funds to pay off this the, these legal yeah. fees, and now their child is with them forever. And so it's it's just amazing to hear the stories uh, that, of what God is doing in bringing families together, setting the lonely in families, and we, we would love for more people to be a part of it. So yeah. there we go, man. Yeah, no. So thanks, everybody, for listening today. Um, We've got some links down in the show notes there that Cameron's hopefully going to throw in for us. Hey, and if you have any more questions in regards to Nonstop Families, the best way to do it, uh, email us at nonstopfamilies at gmail.com. There we go. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll chat with you all again in a couple weeks. Take it easy, guys.